Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. It is obviously Friday, which is normally like a super joyous occasion, but we are being blessed in the studio with the presence of of Bruno. Bruno Sweets is here. First time ever. I said I was going to try and bring him this week and then it was Friday and I was like, I'm a woman of my word. Mm -hmm. Bruno, let's go. It's really hard. Like, I do not envy. We used to have this with Theo. It's like the running around, the pooping. It's like, it's a full-time job when you're literally trying to do your full-time job. Right. He got here. He needed to poop. I could like tell he was about to go right, you know, right where Theo looked back at it yesterday. Shit stain right between our feet. So I took him over yonder. I put down a paper towel. I was like, let's see how smart this guy is. Pooped right on the paper towel, right in the trash. And now he's like, he's... He's as good as you can ask for a puppy. I did, um, like, now need to kill myself because I stepped on his foot yeah. with my big fucking boots. And he was just like, I didn't even know he was behind me. And, like, now, I'm sorry, I have to die. So this will be my last show. I know. You know, he really gets underfoot. Oh, and That it, little it, yelp. It's like, happened to me so many times that, like, I don't fault you. That little yelp, though, like, sends me to a dark place. Like, <laughs> And you know what? I feel like one day... It'll happen to him so when it actually really hurts so bad, and he'll learn something from it, and he'll stop getting underfoot. Oh, no. that's See, that's the difference, and this is what me and Ben always say. It's like, we love Theo so much, but like it is frustrating to love something so much, and they can really never tell you that they love you back, or yeah. speak, or learn, and <laughs> it's frustrating. And that's the difference between like the love you have for a baby and the love you have for a dog. It's like the baby eventually like learns to grow up and like the dog just doesn't yeah but he learned some things like Theo's a fucking genius he became a doctor and he can't even you know technically communicate with the patients right and he has no borders no he has no borders he's such a great man I mean it's a it's a shame that in order for Bruno to be here it meant that Theo had to take the day off especially considering he stole the show yesterday we had no idea by the way he got a haircut last (gasps) night just for today's show sickening but if we brought both of the dogs it would have been Pandemonium. But you know what? One day we they'll be in a place where they can do that, and we'll just have like our whole litter here at the show. Maybe Knowles will be ch- coming Stopping too. By. And that's like been our dream. Yeah, it has. Um, so today's obviously exciting for a multitude of reasons. Bruno Friday, but also we are able to not announce quite yet, but give you a little sneak peek at our holiday merch collection, which is coming, and you will have a your items taste. in time for the holidays. I'm just taking a sip of my coffee aka diet pepsi from our new toasty mug that's claudia that's beautiful Ah, and i'm just gonna send some text messages 
from my new phone case. I haven't had a phone case in months. I'm literally so excited about this phone case. And maybe I'll send some texts from your phone too, Claudia. Ooh, spooky Spooky phone cases. (laughs) We're really excited. We have new sweatshirts, new accessories. Um, I'll take my phone back now that you did your little commercial. (laughs) Um, Really exciting stuff. So make sure you are just keeping up with the toast on Instagram and listening to the podcast to find out when you can get your merch and how. Launch dates. We'll show you the exclusives. That's just a little taste we wanted to give you a taste because we've been seeing so many comments of people Where's curious and so we We're just want to let you know it. it's on the way there's a taste wet your whistle we are all over it just like we're all over everything like the fast five stories today we have keeping up with the kardashians and southern charm recaps coming at you the season finale of keeping up with the kardashians last night was such a pleasure watching two episodes of good television and then having the night to myself. I actually started a book, which I haven't read a book that's not for the redheads since I guess Mariah Carey, but still that's been like a month. Mm -hmm. You know, I really hadn't read in so long, but I'm reading um, my new, my second favorite author. I said last night on Instagram, she's my favorite author, but she's my second favorite because my first favorite is Claudia Ashray. Oh yes. Did I not mention that I am a published author starting January 26th? 2021 um you know usually it's like oh great great jackie's talking about her books again like i could just like days out but now i'm like oh an opportunity for me to promote my book girl with no job the crazy beautiful life of an instagram thirst monster now available at many many retailers like barnes and noble amazon tons of places audiobooks are available for pre-order ebooks are available for pre-order and i would really appreciate all the possible pre-orders because i have a goal and I know a lot of people have goals when it comes to books, but mine is to get into the airport because I just feel like that's a chic aesthetic. And I can't really get into the airport, I think, unless I have like lots of pre-orders because they're like, oh my God, this girl, she's so popular. She's so famous. We got to put her in the Hudson News or MSNBC store. So I need you guys just to head over to girlwithnojob.com slash book or tap the link in my bio on Instagram. Tons of retailers, Canadian toasters. I got you guys too. Maybe I can get to the Canadian airports. All the links are in the link in my bio. Check it out. Thanks. I'm done promoting for the day. Very, very good. So yeah, I'm just so excited that it's Friday. Me too. It's been it's been a big week. Yeah, it's been um it's been a, a tough one. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like at this point, like being alive is tough. It is. So I can't really say that there was anything like different or particularly challenging about this ep- week, but just life, man, it's fucking hard. It is. But I have Bruno Sweets in my life now, and he has just been like the biggest blessing. Joy. It's it's so wonderful. So much work, like not gonna lie. So oh. my whole life is changed. But it's worth every minute, you know? And that does go away. Like, it's just so important to keep that in mind. When it's, like, the puppy months and you're like, oh, my God, like, I need to give this dog up. Like, just always keep in mind, like, the toughs, like, that goes away. And that's easy for me to remember because I see Theo. And I'm like, this is a perfect man. This is what's possible. This is a dream. He is a perfect man. And he also, like, even though he's a puppy and he has energy and this and that and he can be annoying sometimes, like, he's really the best thing. Like, he's the sweetest, sweetest thing. No, That's why he's called Bruno Sweets. Bru- I call him Bruno Ocasio Cortez. I don't know why, but it just <laughs> no, really. No, it's because we say Bruno Sweets, Nesprezzo ne Facem. And... Odazio. Elvazio. So then I'm like, Lazio. I'm like, Odazio Cortez. <laughs> Bruno Odazio Cortez. <laughs> So that's where I'm going with the nickname, and that's that on that. He's named after all the Nitsprezzo flavors. Right, and that's why it's inspired Stormio. me. Stracciatelli. Odazio is my favorite Nitsprezzo flavor. Um, Nespresso. 
Nespresso. Oh my gosh, he's burrowing. I'm sorry. Oh my god, if he's I making, thought he was peeing on your life. I'm sorry if he's making a lot of noise today, you guys. Like this is. I won't bring him again for a while. But I said I would bring him this week. People were asking. She's and a I, woman of her word. I didn't want to let people down. You know. No, that's not what we do here. We lift people up. And if you're listening as a podcast and Bruno's bothering you, then head over to YouTube because then the noises will match with the actions. Yeah, he's being so cute. It's like hard to even be upset. It is hard to be upset. But we have. A but don't worry, I'll get there. No <laughs> kidding. Can you hear him like just furrowing no. at his bully stick? No, he's totally fine. He's the sweetest thing. Um, we have a great show. We do. And I think we should get right into it because Bruno's like never seen his mother at work before. Wow. He's going to be like so proud of you. Oh my God. I hope so. I hope I can make you proud. So without further, oh my God, I'm already fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> without further ado, it is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And we have a brand new sponsor today, which I'm very excited about because the sponsor of t- this episode is Insert Name Here, also known as INH Hair, a female-founded LA hair brand specializing in ponytail extensions, hot tools, wigs, and general hair amazingness. I wore a bunch of their clips actually on the show yesterday. Stunning. Um, they make everything like start to finish, and this is literally not even in my, in my notes, but you know we're obsessed with like pomades and products that get our flyaways away. They make an amazing product that comes like in a mascara tube that's meant to just like s- like slick down your flyaways or any random like broken hairs that you have. Like I have so many. It's the best thing. I know and I love the idea of it being like in a mascara tube yeah. and using that kind of brush. It's great. So they have hot tools. I used their round brush blow dryer yesterday. They have that new three prong butterfly um, curling wand. Curling wand iron. iron. Um, they just make everything for your hair from start to finish their latest hot tool release which is genius is called the insert blowout here a new innovative hair drying brush perfect for all hair types and can be used daily get the salon blowout blowout at home for a fraction of the price with nylon bristles three temperature settings and led indicator and ceramic titanium plates to protect your hair insert blowout here will be your new bff to be mentioned they're affordable too inh offers quad pay which lets you which lets you split your total cost into four easy monthly payments so you can look glamorous for as little as 15 dollars down. They also offer occasional discount codes, so be sure to follow them on all their social media platforms and sign up for their exclusive emails. You don't want to miss out. You can also get color matched for your ponytail extensions today if you want to find your perfect extension shade by DMing them on Instagram at insert name here and someone will answer within an hour and then you could start shopping at inhhair.com. They have shades for redheads too, so they're inclusive. Thank you, INH Hair. They gave us a 30% code because they know a lot of our customers, a lot of their customers are toasters, but it's valid for a limited time only. So this is a great gift for someone or if you're just looking to revamp your hair. The code is TOAST at checkout. You can save while supplies last, 30%. That's again, code TOAST at INHHair.com. Check it out. Love it. Sign on, get great hair. Get great hair. First story, the big story of the day the weekend is set to headline the 2021 Super Bowl halftime show. He says, I'm humbled, honored, and ecstatic. The Did news dropped yesterday that the weekend will be headlining the halftime show at the Super Bowl LV. I think that's 55 on February 7th in Tampa Bay, Florida. So we'll get to whether or not we think this is a good selection, but I just have to say, I thought that the. Um the announcement for this was like so low key and weird. Like he just like posted a picture on his Instagram. Like there was no like hype. I, I feel like usually this time last year, like we're always talking about like it's going to be announced. Soon. Yeah. And like there's articles written like top five choices. There was just like no hype or buzz around this. And then like I saw him on Instagram. I thought he got hacked by like a Pepsi sponsor. It was just it was very bizarre marketing. 
Got it. I heard the news from Zach. Like, he saw it on his phone and then told me, so I didn't have to deal with, like, the way that it was delivered to me. But, yeah, I do agree. It was very low fanfare. Quiet. Pretty quiet. And... I'm curious to hear what you think about the choice. I think The Weeknd is an amazing artist. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have chosen him for the Super Bowl just based on what we, what you, the, is criteria. the usual criteria for the Super Bowl, which is like albums and albums of, and catalogs of music, you know, uh, an artist that sort of bridges Years. generations. I think that he's an amazing talent. I think a lot of people will be blown away by the show that he does put on. But I do think that there are some people who might not even know who he is. That's possible. But I do want to say, like, that criteria that the Super Bowl has had for, like, years is actually, they are running out of people. Like, Beyonce's literally done it, like, five times in the last ten years. Coldplay, Bruno Mars, like, they are running out of people. So, like, their criteria is actually really strict. Like, and I don't know how much longer they can go on. there aren't that many artists that bridge generations right. and have catalogs and catalogs of music. So, so now they're choosing contemporary artists that I personally think have the, like the talent and the chops to entertain everyone. Yeah. So even if you didn't know this person or their music before, I mean, I think he has so many hits that like it'll, you know, ring a, be- ring a bell for people. But even if you, you weren't like a major fan before, you will become one. And I actually do think, not that there's tons of like older people listening to The Weeknd, but his music style and sound, like, I can't feel my face. It's very like Michael Jackson. Like I actually think... Blinding Lights is like an amazing song. And it's very, it's it's universal. contemporary, but it's universal. So I actually think this is a very good choice. And I also think like given the year we're coming off of, especially with like so much controversy in the NFL, like to have a black performer is wonderful. So I actually, I wouldn't have ever chose him, but I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. I was definitely surprised by the choice, but the more that I think about it, I think it's like a new direction Which for, they needed. for the halftime show. Which is, I'm always here for a new direction. Yeah. And I'm always here for the new direction. And you know what? If One Direction wants to come on with The Weeknd, like I wouldn't be, imagine. And if the um, Glee Club wants to come on with a different um, teacher, (laughs) with a different teacher other than Mr. Shu. Well, can I just say that like. I think that this halftime show, and usually they do bring on like a second or third act. I think it should be The Weeknd and The New Directions. I mean. Honestly, like at the peak of Glee, the fact that like they never did the halftime show, like it would have been iconic. They bridge generations. They sing songs from all different decades. Like I actually think, like all jokes aside, at the height of Glee's fame, if they had come when on, they were it, on tour. If they had come on, it wouldn't have been crazy. But I'm not like shocked that nobody asked them. No, but like it would have been iconic. Like yeah. truly. But can I just say, like earlier in the week, we reported that Matthew Morrison is going to be. The Grinch on the NBC's reenactment of The Grinch, blah, blah, blah. And while the news was obviously devastating for us in the uh, Matthew Morrison is a war criminal fan club, um, can I just say the content like that's now being pushed around because he's back in the news is so funny. And people are just like tagging me and like Matthew Morrison is being cringy TikToks. So while I'm upset that he is going to ruin Christmas, I'm actually glad because it brought us all this content. Right. And it's really bringing the Matthew Morrison haters together. Yeah. No, we are a strong united front. And people reached out to me just saying, you know, you know, I can't really talk about this with any of my friends. And just like hearing you on the podcast made me feel like less alone. And I just, that's what I always want to be for people is, is a voice for the voiceless. Yeah. And Claudia, I feel like that's, that's beautiful. We are. Yeah. So this And will- I wonder, sorry, if all the backlash on Matthew Morrison being announced as the Grinch, like, has made NBC reconsider. No, I think there's already, like, a trailer out for it. Like, yeah. I think it's happening. It's too late. It's too late. It sucks. <laughs> but I think it's good for them, too. Like, you know, 
there people are talking. That's true. And so that's always that's, true. that's always want what you want. Like people are talking about the weekend, and I think it'll be exciting. And also, I'm gonna assume that he's gonna bring at least one other person or artist or group out. Who does he have collabs with, like on his songs? <laughs> Maybe Excuse like me, Ariana oh Grande. They have one song, but it's her. Oh, but that's like a really album. old song. I know, but um, you never know. No, that'd be cool. Yeah. Has Ari ever done it? No. That's weird. Yeah. But she's another one who's like, I could see her one day doing it, but I think right now it would be a very contemporary choice. See, no, I think maybe that's the problem that they have. And like Ariana Grande should be the one to do it. She's the biggest pop star in the world. And so if she doesn't fit their criteria, like your criteria sucks, like make some changes. And yeah. I actually think that they are. Because in- there are only so many Lady Gaga's, there are only so many Beyonce's, Bruno Mars, like once in a, once in a generation. And who also happen to have like pop music. It's like Adele could do it, but like everyone would be crying. Like yeah, totally. Bruno is about to make a leap for it. Oh, Bruno. 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 What do you think about this news? He's like, my namesake Bruno Mars should be there once again. I mean, again. if Bruno Mars did it every year, like, I would literally be the biggest fan of, su- of football. No, totally. But The weekend put out a statement saying, we all grow up watching the world's biggest acts playing the Super Bowl, and one can only dream of being in that position. I'm humbled, honored, and ecstatic to be the center of that infamous stage this year. So beautiful. Beautiful. That's very well said. Also, Jay-Z, who was tasked by the NFL with advising on musical events, said in a press release, the weekend has a sound all his own. His soulful uniqueness has defined a new generation of greatness in music and artistry. This is an extraordinary moment in time and the Pepsi Super Bowl LV halftime show, Louis Vuitton halftime show, (laughs) is going to be an extraordinary experience with an extraordinary performer. Facts. You know what I just thought? Why does the Super Bowl halftime performer have to be pop? If you think of like the demographic of people who watch football in America, like probably a majority country music fans more so than pop and you know now that i'm thinking about it i know i slate him for everything but like luke holmes should be the halftime performer like that actually makes sense yeah no it's weird that or there like hasn't been Brooks. a country performer in a while but i Hootie mean and the blowfish yeah that's true like i'm just thinking like we I, i'm we're very I feel like there are other genres like they they do hip-hop they do rock you know, we had I guess. Red Hot Chili Peppers. So they do, they do everything except country. It, that, yeah. It would appear as that. Yeah, but then Carrie Underwood sings, oh, you like the microphone. Oh, Sunday night. Oh, Sunday night. Get on the boom, stop clapping. Got a real good feeling. Sunday night about to happen. Oh, oh, Such a good commercial. Wake up in the morning, don't know what happened. Oh, you have to hear mommy sing, huh? Oh, Sunday night. Beautiful. Oh, Sunday night. Okay, we're done. Um, um, other, I, I think this is a good choice. This, this is always just like this time of year where we're selecting and talking about this. Always makes for interesting conversation. And it's interesting to see what has happened in the last year because I think last year we said like Ariana Grande would be great. And this year, like she would be great too. Yeah. But I also, yeah, I think she would be great. I think she'll probably do it one day. But you know what? Just like San Francisco, like this is not her year. No, it's not her year. Um, okay, ready for our next story? Yes, ma'am. Real Housewives of New York star Ramona Singer is getting a new job. Yes, Ooh. this is actually very exciting. 
Wow, he's biting me. Crazy pants. He's going crazy. Ramona Singer is moving on from branded Prino Grigio and skincare to selling high-end real estate. The bubbly blonde is studying for her New York real estate license, a source told Gimme Shelter. She doesn't have it yet, but when she does, she is slated to join Michael Lorber's star team at Douglas Elliman. So I know a lot of people are probably like confused, like why she's getting a job in real estate. She's a reality star. But I think most people who watch the show can agree that Ramona's time is almost up. And the show has been her life for so long. And when you watch season one, she had a successful business, like reselling, wholesale, discounted, whatever. She had like some job in fashion. She had her own business and it was actually quite successful. And she obviously has stopped doing that and the show became her life. And I think her income is 100% reliant on the show. And that's a very vulnerable place to be in because I do think her time is up. So her having a job, she's very personable. She's a realist. She's a gal about town. I actually think this is a great job for her and very smart of her to be forward thinking about what happens after Housewives. Yes, and I think she's going to be an amazing real estate agent. I always say, like, you always, you always say the, wor- the job you'd be worst at in this world, I think for me, would be a real estate agent. But yeah. I think for Ramona, she's so personable. She actually, you know, she appreciates real estate. She's always talking about houses and showing off her friends' houses. I think she'll be perfect at this. But yeah. I also think it's a good storyline for her on the show. I don't know if she's planning for post-show life. She's also um, 60, like, well into her 60s now. I guess now. that's true. You know, she could retire. Oh, Bruno looks like he's about to do some business. But I also, oh, he's circling. You gonna be? Oh, God. Should I go deal with him? Do you Wanna, oh, God, oh, oh, God. oh God, Bruno, Bruno. Please, no. All right, you know what? Maybe it's time for a song. Yes, please. Honey, we gonna have a good time. <laughs> a thousand ends up to the sky. We gonna get toasted tonight. I'm in fe- you know what song I've really been actually into is Bluebird. What's it called? Bluebird by Miranda Lambert. How does it go? Um, and if the house just keeps on winning, I got a wild card in my sleeve. And if love keeps giving me lemons, I just mix them in my... Tr- oh, you're back. Sorry. That's Claudia. That's beautiful. Yeah, no, I found a little... Um, I locked... Put him in the you kitchen. You put him in the closet? Okay. No, I put him in the kitchen and I shut oh, the door. Bruno's oh, crying. He's crying. He's crying. Um, back to Ramona Singer, I actually think this is great for her. Like, it just makes a lot of sense. Some people are born for certain jobs. And I think Ramona Singer was meant to be like a real estate tycoon. I totally agree. I could just see her padding around. She should be on Selling Sunset next if this doesn't work out. Um, I actually to- don't think Ramona could, like, compete, could cut it. Could compete? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about her. Never underestimate Ramona Singer. Never do it. Okay, next story. Some exciting news. You can rent the Bachelor Mansion on Airbnb for $6,000 a night. I saw. That's kind of shocking. Yeah. Well, it's I, it's always shocking to me when I remember that ABC actually doesn't own this house. They rent it every year for a certain amount of months from like a family who owns it. It's like a nice family. Yes, the home is called the Villa de la Vina. It's known on the show as Bachelor Mansion. It's used the, as the primary location for filming The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. But due to the coronavirus pandemic, neither show is using the mansion right now. Instead, they're filming at La Quinta Resort in Palm Springs, California. I guess opening it up to people renting it. Also, Matt James's upcoming season of The Bachelor is currently underway and is rumored to be located in Pennsylvania. I wonder where they're filming. Maybe Nima Colon. Oh, I did see They're that probably, a lot of Bachelor people were there. But at Nima Colon? Oh, yeah. That's what I just clicked the 
hyperlink and reality steve is saying that they have been posting about nema colon woodlands resort which they went to on real Housewives of potomac also and it looks incredibly beautiful and i look forward to a change of scenery from la quinta i do too but pennsylvania does seem like a random choice i wonder why they wouldn't just film the entire season at bachelor mansion yeah i mean it's just i mean it's on it's so small where do you do the dates yeah yeah, yeah. there's not in that the driveway one. yeah I don't know. That's that's very true. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is pretty cool. $6,000 a night seems pretty steep. Yeah, it like, does. But that's probably like a fun thing, a fun thing to do with your friends, like a bachelorette party at Bachelor Mansion. No, totally. 16 girls. What's 6,000 divided by 16? Like if you have, Bruno, I can't. If you have like a big bachelorette party. Okay. I'm doing it on my phone. A little quick math with my new phone case. $375 a night. Per so person. So say we'll go, we'll go two nights. $750 per person for two nights at the Bachelor Mansion. You could also have like 30 people because that's what like they start right. with. And Plus the crew. No, and the bedrooms in Bachelor Mansion, I think they all have bunk beds. Like it's literally built for a house for 50 people. Oh my God, we could do like a Camp Toast Bachelor Mansion Oh, style. that's a good idea. That's really funny. We should go. Oh my God, Bruno just tried to fucking bite me. Oh yeah, he's crazy pants. Hi, sweets. Do you want a stick? Oh, you Bruno want a stick? Bruno Sweets is the sweetest man. The sweetest man, man, man named man. Bruno Sweets. It's Bruno Sweets. Oh, Bruno Sweets loves his he auntie. He matches your outfit today. He does yeah. love his auntie. Ow, okay. He's just like his cousin. No, no. Bruno, no. He, he does bite a lot. I don't know what to do. When... Magnolia did, and so did Theo. It's very normal, but because his teeth are like little baby oh, teeth, they don't actually hurt. You got one of the caps of my coffee cup. Let's see. Oh, yeah, there it is. Bruno. Y'all, just pray for us today, okay? It's a busy day. Let's let's maybe keep moving. You know, maybe, I know. I'm maybe wrap this up. I'm trying. Okay, next up, Lamar Odom and Sabrina Parr have reunited to celebrate the one-year anniversary of their engagement. It's just like not how breakups work, after Lamar. After splitting. So the two of them are spending time together one week after announcing that she had broken off their engagement. On Wednesday night, she posted a selfie with Lamar kissing her cheek on Instagram stories, writing in the caption, made it in time to celebrate our one-year engagement anniversary. I'm going to take this to mean that they're back together. Um, Which I'm happy about. I'm happy about. But like the back What about and the concerns forth. that she had raised a few, just a few days ago? Yeah. She said, um, she said something. Hold on. Where's the quote? She said, y'all know I'm honest and transparent, so I have to be the first to let you guys know Oh, sorry, that's the last one, that she was no longer engaged to Lamar. No, she said something about, like, people expect you to do something. You don't always have to do what, like, people expect you to do. Something like that was what the gist that I got, so. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them. I really am. But, like, it seemed like there were some, like, really legitimate concerns coming from her merely a week ago. Yeah. And I just want to know, like, were all the problems fixed? This is what she said. I know society pushes us to walk away from everyone and everything that hurts us, but the truth is some things are worth staying for. I agree. I mean, Lamar is a pee-jom. He's honestly, like, the president of pjom nation yeah and he deserves the best so like the fact that he's just like not sleeping alone makes me happy you know yes i agree and i feel like that quote also applies to chloe and tristan which we'll talk about in yes. the kardashians recap but you know sometimes things are what they are and you just have to accept them speaking of tumultuous relationships a little update on carl lentz the celebrity oh. pastor's alleged lover is telling i don't know why i'm like obsessed with this claudia story. has asked us to talk about this story a number of times this week and finally today i had bruno i was overwhelmed i couldn't find a fifth story and i, I took was advantage like, of her vulnerable advantage of my vulnerability and she got me to report on the story well i just can't believe like the the mistress is 
very thirsty. Like, she's speaking directly to Paige Six, like, not even through, like, a lawyer. Like, this is her moment, and she's going to shine. Yeah, so she's talking to Paige Six. She says, I was a drug to him. She's talking about their five-month pandemic romance and the hypocrisy of a man who she said was unable to practice what he preached. She said, I'm here to tell the truth, and maybe by doing that, other people will have the courage to speak up, too. She said um, that she was with her dog looking for somewhere to sit when Lentz offered her his circle. At a park. They got to talking. They left the park together. I was telling him everything, she said. I thought he's single. He's a good-looking man. Why not? They parted ways, but he took her phone number in the notes app on his iPhone. This is like a level of detail that I actually do not need. No, so that's what I'm saying. She's just like really putting it all out there. She said the notes thing for her was a red flag, I guess, because it should have been in his phone. Um, she said the next day he asked her to save him a circle in the park. Okay, so like blah, blah, blah. The two of them got together. What I thought was really interesting was that like the first time they hung out like in private in her apartment, she said he was like really nervous, like giving off like teenage virgin vibes, which is just like so mean. (laughs) It's just like really mean for her to say that. She, But like honestly, to me, what's so weird about this whole story is like, Carl Lentz was a part of this like institution where it's like they protect like they're very private and secretive and I just can't believe he would just like meet a stranger in the park and just like have sex with her like no that's just so messy no a hundred percent that's not what I would have expected from him either so I just feel like there's no good way to have an affair but when you're a part of like a mega church that is in the news a lot and like you're very protective and you're you know they're very closed off I was just found it shocking that he would be so lazy. Yeah. Like, find someone in the church. like Or someone who, like, has... Well, don't cheat on your wife, but if you're gonna, like, don't be dumb. Yeah. No, I feel that. So it's, that's why I wanted surprising. to talk about it. Not because I'm obsessed with Carl Lentz or anything. She is. No, I'm 100% obsessed with him. Yeah, no, the story is just really crazy. I feel like every day it's like there's something new. He had just sold his house, this and that. Yeah, and also I think maybe why I find it so interesting is because I'm fascinated with people who are famous for like, we have this conversation a lot, for like their jobs. Yes. And like, it's just not every day that there's like famous pastors. I mean, I guess actually like Joel Osteen is famous. And and like Tony Robbins. Yeah, well, he's not a pastor, I don't think. He's a motivational speaker. But maybe also like, um, what's that guy's name? Um... Uh, <laughs> Pastor Dan from uh, Raising Helen. He was a good pastor. He was a good pastor. Oh, you mean like from um, Filthy Rich? Yeah, right. So I just think it's interesting like when people get famous for their jobs and Carl Lentz is one of those people and fame is a double-edged sword, my friend. Yes. One night you're hanging out with Justin Bieber. The other, you're meeting a lady in the park (laughs) selling your house. Um, Was that our fifth and final? That was our fifth and final story. So now we can do TV recap, which I'm excited about because both great shows. Yes. I think let's start with Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It was on first. Um, So season finale bittersweet even though like it wasn't an amazing season it was just bittersweet because That's we know what's it, coming what's coming the final season like oh yes we're moving now we can say like with the next season the upcoming season of Kardashians is the final season, and that's just sad. I know, and this season was so short. They always are short. They're like micro seasons. But this one, it was short, but it also had that break in the middle, remember? So it's actually been like long. I guess, but it's just so strange. How the court. Are you throw me his belly stick? Yeah, of course. Hold on. Sorry, everyone. Just let him eat his harness. It's not going to kill him. I know. I guess I could just, like, yeah. he breaks it all. You have to choose your battles. I know. He um, can have it. He what I thought was fun. really interesting is that, like, during quarantine, like, they were actually quite 
um, busy. Like they were doing, they were being super safe, but like they were planning things like for Courtney and then Scott's birthday. And they were together quite a bit, but like none of that was shared on social media because like the COVID police, like in the last six months, like those internet like policemen have become so like empowered and anything anyone does is like, your mask is not fully covering your nose. Like, yeah. it's so crazy. And so I just find it interesting that they had this whole life going on in Calabasas and they literally live in a simulation. Like, things go on there and, like, nobody knows about it. It's crazy. And I just find it interesting that they had all this stuff going on and, like, nobody knew about any of it. Yeah. No, definitely really interesting. Also seeing how they all coped. Like, Kim and the four kids. And we had reported on it because she, like, shared it in an interview how overwhelmed she was at the time and we were like oh how hard it must be yeah but like honestly it looked extremely overwhelming no. but then when she finally got rid of her kids and was like I miss them so much I'm so bored like I just I love her so much me too she's just she was queen. Like, like to North get out <laughs> I know like I feel like you know of all the kids North is probably at the age where she's like was the most annoying and I think she has so much energy she's, she has so much personality like it must just be a lot right and no like they have the privilege of probably having each kid has their own nanny. In so, real, So to go life. from that to nothing is a real shock to the system. Yeah. But my, um, this was actually last week when we didn't recap it. Kim was doing that foot peel mask that Scott gave her and me and Ben did it last week. Our feet, like our bed is disgusting. I have to literally vacuum the bed every day because so much dead skin. My feet are peeling. It's like a banana. Like my fresh is foot that is. that the thing where you put your foot in it and it's then a, you it's like, like a little sock, so, No, like it's, a little glovey thing? Yeah, it's like a, a foot glove. Yeah. And then I got one for Zach a while back. It's amazing, but it's like it's the upkeep. It takes one to two weeks for all the. F- and what's the goal? You just like get fresh feet. Well, I have like really dry heels and calluses on my big toe. So just like for the and I get them pedicured and like exfoliated a bunch. But like for the first time in my life, like I'm literally shedding my dead skin. And it's like it's years of dead skin. That's crazy. I don't I don't have problems like that. I don't think. Well, it's just a fun experiment when there's I know, nothing else like, going on. It looks really messy. It's so messy. Like my dust buster, like my little handheld back has become my best friend. Like because it's just and I wear socks all around the house now to literally contain my dead skin. That's insane. It's disgusting. That is so funny. Um, Oh, sorry. Back to the Kardashian. So the the Scott uh, rehab drama was actually very interesting to see to watch it unfold because we had like reported on it yeah. as it was happening. But to see that like no one even knew that he was there. He completely checked himself in. He was just like trying to do what was Stay best same. for himself. That just like reminds me. I feel like in a couple of the celebrity memoirs that I've read, like celebrities will get to this breaking point and they try to seek out help and like they like what you would think would be best for them. And it turns out to make a situation even worse. And I'm just glad that he has the support system that he has because he could have gone to like a dark place after that happened Mm -hmm. and whatever he was feeling would have been even more exacerbated. But I'm glad that he was able to like bounce back from the trauma that they inflicted on him. Seeing him on that family FaceTime, like right after it happened, I thought he would be like a little bit like he... For me, if like if that had happened to me, like I would be like destroyed. I would be embarrassed. I would feel, you know, exploited and I wouldn't want to talk to anyone. And I feel like he had like kind of a good attitude about it. Like they were all joking how like he went there for trauma and they ended up like traumatizing him. Like I feel like he had like a good spirit about it. And I loved seeing Rob in the family chats. Like I just I love him so much and I'm so happy for him. And I don't even want him back on the show, even though like I love seeing him on the show. I really just want him to do like what's best for him and dream. But I just loved seeing him and the way like he's honestly just like he's like, yeah, mom, you're totally right. Like, I just love him. No, and I never see him. Totally. Really cute. 
Um, other than that, the only other thing was like Tristan and Chloe. And I know it's like so toxic, but when I'm watching it, I'm just rooting for them. Like I'm I am. rooting for them. We've never seen this much of Tristan. I don't know who he was a year ago that he's the new man now, but like the way he was when he was talking to Chris and like talking about how like she's in the penthouse and he's in the basement and he's going to like work his way back up. And even when it gets hard, he needs to look in the mirror and be like, you did this. Mm-hmm. You're I, here because of your mistakes. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm here for it. I'm here for them. I can see how it would be like challenging for Chloe to like fall back into love with him. Of course. But and trust. I, I, I really, I ship, he's doing the work, you know, a year's worth of like being a good man and eating shit and being there for her. Like that's, that's real stuff. I know. And part of me is like, I know it's toxic, but like they have a kid together and they obviously love each other. And I think Tristan loves being a part of their family. So it's just like, oh, we need to talk about Kim's birthday vlog. Oh, I fuck. I didn't watch it yet. Oh my God, Jackie. Okay. I'm sorry. So I've she put so together busy. like an eight minute IGTV and it wasn't really anything crazy. It was just like footage from the weekend where basically like all they did was drink and Kim was actually drinking. Well, which was did, cr- could you like see what she was drinking? She took a shot of tequila like on camera. Okay. And it was just like crazy because she really doesn't drink and pretty much like every night they like got drunk and stood on the beach and like all stood in a circle and like had a dance circle and Corey literally went wild and did a split. And the whole crowd of people around him, Tristan, like, they went nuts. Like, I don't think anyone knew that he could do the splits. Oh, my God. It was so funny. And it was, like, a really, like, blurry, like, honestly, like, poorly done vlog. But it was just, like, a real insight to what that weekend was like. And it was, like, so fun and happy. And I never, honestly, never saw Kim, like, dance. Like, she was, like, dancing with Simon and Phil. She doesn't dance. No, I know. So it was, like... It was really cute. I actually really enjoyed it. And I'm loving them exploring new formats. Totally. Oh, my God. I have to watch it. That sounds like such a treat. I'm obsessed with Corey. Me Like, firmly obsessed. Like, need. He's one of my favorite people on the show. And I think that, honestly, like, I think him and Chris have, like, a very healthy relationship. I completely agree. And I love his relationship with the girls. Me too. Especially with Kylie. Me too. I'm, I'm completely here for it. And no. I'm going to treat myself to that. Jackie, the vlog, vlog was... I'm so excited. So funny. Like, when he did the split, it just, like, came out of nowhere. And it was so funny. And that trip just looked like, oh, my God, I literally would have given my right arm up just to, like, fucking be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, good season. And I And think, I really liked how they did all the quarantine content. I think yes. that the way that they filmed it... Was, and I can't believe that was on iPhones. I know. Like, multiple iPhones. But then I was getting confused because... We knew that there was one behind them showing their conversation and one in front of them. They showed us how they set it up. But then the one in front of them, when they would show us like that angle, we never, the camera behind them wasn't there. So it's I like, saw the camera behind there many times. But many times I didn't. Like oh, when Chris well, that was, was just talking, like angles. No, but like, I guess. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, maybe they didn't. Okay, fine. I really hope that they like, every single one of them like gives it their all for the final season. Like I want Rob, Kendall, Kylie, like I want everyone giving their all, like making this an amazing season because I'm really sad like that it's coming to an end. I know, but I just am holding out hope that the new, whatever's next, that there's more show, just a different provider and format, et cetera. Also, I think the most interesting thing about um, watching them in quarantine was seeing all of their natural hair. Yeah. Kim's is really short. Mm-hmm. Chloe's is short and blonde. And Courtney's is short too. Yeah. I just thought that was really interesting because they're always like wearing wigs and but then, extensions. Like, Chloe had like amazing nails the whole time. Yeah. Like maybe. the claws. Yeah. So I wonder how she did that. I don't know. Um, and then Southern Charm, which was good. I mean, I'm just so in love with John Pringle and I just like really am rooting for him and Madison. You're in love with him? I think th- I think only as it pertains to Madison. Like he's definitely acting inappropriately because like she's fully in a relationship, but like 
you know, I think I've come to the conclusion that, like, maybe her and Austin just, like, are not OTP. Oh, I think that they are OTP, but I think, uh, um, I, don't, I don't mind what John Pringle is doing because I think it will make Austin a step up more and be more of what Madison deserves. Yeah. But, like, I really do think that Madison and Austin are OTP. Like, they just can't quit each other. I really love Catherine for two reasons. One, she's the only person who points out how bizarre it is that, like, Patricia is, like, having such a heavy hand in everything, like making comments to Madison about her relationship with Austin when it's like, Catherine's the only one who's literally saying like, this is like an 80 year old woman. Like, why is she getting involved in your relationship? No, when she was like, it's like we're on the insane cover and she's the one holding the puppets yes. at the top. And it's like, that's exactly what she's doing. And even though Catherine and Patricia are in, are in a good place, so you would think like Catherine wouldn't want to cross Patricia or like say something. Fuck that. No, but like, she's not crossing her. She's just saying the obvious. And the other thing I really loved about Catherine, which happened last week, was when Leva like just really confronted her like, hands down like you cannot say the shit about Cameron like she was very unapologetic and I really agreed with Catherine and the way that she handled that whole situation it's like why is everyone allowed to say anything they want about me and Madison like we're just like the ex like the uh what's the word exception like, yeah sure that works like they're just the exceptions but if anyone says anything about anyone else like it's like how, how could you say you? that like and I just I and you know what even though everyone loves her and I liked her too like Cameron was for like the last eight years, like really the the pot stirrer, like and just like the mover of pieces. And also she was so influential in the group that if she had been more sympathetic towards Catherine, everyone else would have been. But like Yeah. And so you don't get eight years on a show with she literally had eight years on a show and never unscathed. once never met her husband, like so surface level. Whereas like Catherine's literally bleeding out with her custody cases and Thomas getting a girl pregnant, like so much. And it's just like if I were Catherine, I would be pissed too and I would just say whatever the fuck I wanted. And it's worth noting that Catherine did not make that rumor up because I heard it too, like a year ago. Yeah, no, but I guess Leva was just upset with her for repeating it. And Which I, I hear you being a good friend, Leva, but it's like, do you know what's gone on here for the last seven years? Yeah, for sure. But she's just do, like seeing it from her perspective. I absolutely love Leva. Me too. Like with every passing episode last week I watched and I, that was like my note for the week. Like I love her. Her I love businesses her are so impressive. Her, so impressive. So interesting. Her son's name is Little, which which I think is the cutest thing ever. She was really calling cute. him Little and like, that's like, uh, like Lil, right. Lil. And then his name popped up on the screen. I'm like, I love that name. Me too. Um, do you have a piece of tape on your shirt? What do you mean? This? Yeah. Is that design or? Oh, I thought it was part of the shirt. <laughs> is it's it? Like, no, it's vitamins. So I'm like, they just do weird stuff. Oh, leave it. it actually, no, no, it might be. It might be if it's vitamins. It's leave it. definitely not. Are you sure? Okay. It's definitely not. Um, yes, by the way, I totally agree with Leva. I'm with you about Leva. Like, I loved her. I thought her businesses were so impressive. Like, and how they all talked about Republic, how it, like, literally changed the social scene in Charleston. Like, they don't even remember life before Republic. I just thought that was, like, so impressive that her and her husband did that. And I just, like, love people who go on um, reality shows and are so proud of their culture. And I think that's why, like, I love Shaws of Sunset so much because you learn so much. And it's just, like, cool to see people who are so proud of where they came from. And I loved it, like, in Charleston where I'm sure there's, like, no Persian people. She was just like so proud of her cooking and her mom. And it was just, I love people who do that. So I actually, this episode really made me like Leva when I was like a little turned off to her when she was just like so aggressive to Catherine last week. But I actually like, and, and then- I liked her comfort, even though I- probably agree with I, I hear I see where Catherine's coming from I really liked Leva's confrontation style like she just was 
said it like it was, like yeah. no holds barred. And I think that even though Catherine like felt the way that she did, she was like, okay, like oh, yeah. you know, she stood up for she herself, but start she, with she her. was like, I'm not gonna keep going yeah. down this road. Yeah, you know. Um, also, I just like need New York to open up one of those bars where your dogs can run around. Like, oh my what god, what the hell was that? Watching, I need that. I had so much anxiety when Danny's dog was in the mud because like it's a white fluffy dog, like. But they were having so much fun. It really bothers me that che- Shep's dog, his name is Craig. I know. It's so rude. It just like harks back to when Shep was the biggest fucking asshole I know. ever. And like to name your dog after your best friend is like so nasty. No, I agree. And it's like part of me like really does try so hard to see the best in Shep. Like he didn't know Peter and Madison fucked. Like part of me like really, really. But part of me like just can't because he's like the worst, you know? No, I know. I feel like. He's I'm, making strides. He's making strides. And I really liked his conversation with Madison. By the way, like Madison, I don't know why everyone keeps starting with Madison. I because know. it's like, she's the last person I would want to confront. She comes she out on top. She's so on point. Like, every, she just, she will roast you. Don't start with her. I agree. Because she will finish it. Yeah, I agree. And she'll finish you. She'll finish After you. After years of Shep just like going after everyone on the show and everyone sort of just like cowering and, and scurrying away. Like, she's like, nah. Fuck you and yeah. define your relationship. Yeah, no, I love her. I, I love her. I think she's a wonderful reality television I agree. star and a, and a great woman. Um, so, yeah, I think that was it. Oh, I did watch um, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City on Watch Rappens Live. I caught up on Watch Rappens Live yesterday. First of all, the episode with Darius, Rucker, and Reba was absolutely incredible. Like, I recommend everyone watch it. It was just, like, a great night to be a Bravo fan and a pop culture fan. And Andy did this segment is, how fancy is Reba? And it was, like, because she's, like, so rich. Like, when was the last time you flew commercial? Like, all these questions. It was great. When was it? Last year. Um, and even Darius Rucker was, like, wow, really? <laughs> um... Then the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City were on. It was so messy. Like, everyone and their tech problems. Like, Mary's camera was, like, literally on the floor. And Lisa was so blurry. Like, but I... It was interesting to see them in that setting. I agreed. Jen Shaw is my queen. Heather is my queen. And I'm, it's unfortunately just going to be like a big fat no for me from Lisa. Is that her name? I get Lisa yeah. and Meredith confused. Yeah. I'm sorry. Explain why. She was giving... You were right. She was giving off like very... Um, like I, premeditated like I've been waiting my whole life for this moment yes rides. and like even just her look and everything and like Andy and like she just tries like she's like like putting herself in the housewife's hemisphere like even though she's literally been here for two like days she like she has one photo from with a Bethany. press party with Bethany and she was like I met her I'm so happy for her and her empire no like, it's like you literally met at a party once seven years ago and you're proud of her like it was just very <laughs> thirsty so I totally saw what you saw but you definitely planted it in my head like, oh for sure which I can do and did you like Meredith more on Watch What Happens Live yes oh yeah. my god so Meredith got something done like lip filler or something that made her look way different than Lisa which <laughs> she was, was giving me like Kyle Richards vibes which was very helpful I need her to continue you filling up her face and yes she wasn't so thirsty it was like Andy would ask a question and there were certain people like Jen who were like Heather who like literally could not wait to answer the question and Lisa was just like Meredith was just like I will speak when spoken to like she was very relaxed and not thirsty and Whitney too and Mary because I don't think Mary had any idea what was going on like she was just not present she couldn't figure out like she couldn't hear anything like she was not there but um some of them were really thirsty and some of them were not like and I just thought that was interesting. I thought it was interesting, the question that Andy asked about, like, how does the town, the city of Salt Lake City and, you know, the Mormon community feel about the show? And Lisa was like, they love it. Like, everyone's so happy that Housewives are here. She's talking about herself. So fake. And then Heather was like, I couldn't disagree with you more. And Heather is, like, really connected to, like, the core, like, legit parts of the church. And, like, she would know. Yeah. And also, I just feel like Lisa is just saying how she feels. Like, we love it. We're so yeah, happy of Housewives are here. 
Um, so it was a really busy week of television watching. I'm honestly relieved that it's over. No, like I know. I, I guess next week without CMAs, like we get three hours back. And no Kardashians because it... Kardashians. No Kardashians because this was the season finale. So four hours back next week. Yeah. No premieres though. Oh, please. Well, you know, Total Bell has started again, but I didn't watch... I didn't watch, but sometimes I do. I don't know. I really like that show. And like, sometimes I catch one episode and then I like fly through the season. Right. Well, I'm actually thinking maybe I'm not going to watch TV this weekend because that's literally all I did. And crown dropped. <gasps> no in way. Two days. November oh, 15th. That is very exciting. Yeah. Wow. That just, oh, look, Bruno sweets the crown. The it's crown dropping. The crown. Crown teagues. Hi, my boy. Hi, my sweetie pie. So we're going to wrap this up. Thank you, Bruno, for being here. Everyone follow Bruno on Instagram at pups with no job. And thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories every Monday through Friday that you need to know. Wait, no, I fucked that up. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every morning, Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us the Morning Toast and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We hope you have an amazing weekend. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Have a good time. Wear a face mask, and we'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. I mean, Monday. Monday. Goodbye. 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 Bruno. Bruno sweet, eh? Bruno.